Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back, and this is day two. This is the 2023 15 new rules or rules for new real estate agents. And as we ended yesterday, do not stop listening because now you're saying, oh, I'm not a new real estate agent. The point of these 15 points is for you to be willing to expose yourself to things that you should be doing but are not doing, thoughts you should be having but may, might not be having. And in the stages of learning, stages of mastery, what we're suggesting all of you do is put yourself in a state of being conscious, consciously incompetent. That's right. Yeah. And the consciously incompetent phase is the most magical phase. That's where you're acknowledging what you don't know and you're willing to learn something. You're, at, you're saying, you know what? And maybe this isn't even about real estate. You can apply this to any aspect of your life. I'll tell you guys straight up too, the older you get, the more important this is. Always be learning new things. Become a bit of a polymath, like a junior league polymath. A polymath is somebody that has high level understanding of many, many different topics. Well, have interest in at least many, many different things because it forces your brain to be more elastic. It forces you to be a more interesting person. It forces you to be a happier person because a lot more people are going to want more, you know, folks are going to find you interesting and want to talk with you. And guess what? You're going to sell more real estate. So conceptually, hopefully all of you are appreciating the fact that there's nothing wrong with admitting that this new market requires you to learn new things. That's absolutely right. And for some of you that have been in real estate for a while, maybe it's in your mind, your mind's telling you it's time to get back to basics. Well, guess what? Some of that is because the basics, what are called the basics, are things that have always worked and always will work. It's just that they got covered up by the previous market, and now you got to get back to it. Well, so regardless of where you're at, these points apply to you. They haven't learned the basics. 90% of the people listening right now are finding themselves in this new world, and what they're discovering is what they were doing for lead generation before, it is only marginally working. What, yes. they're do, what they were doing for all different things to generate money and do real estate transactions, are, they're only marginally working. And I can tell that, guys, because we have a pretty huge coaching uh, company, and we have an enormous podcast, and we come in contact with tens of thousands of you on a regular basis, digitally, obviously, and really in real life, too, when you guys message us. And those of you who are willing to say, I want to go back to ground zero and I want to learn what I didn't know in the first place, there are, you guys are going to be the new leaders in this new market. There's no two ways about it. And it's, it, is, it is interesting, a recession or, uh, you know, whatever you want to call this, you know, whatever dramatic economic term you want to come up with does force a market clearing of people who are not willing to adapt to the new market. Mm -hmm. And it does leave room for new leaders to arise. And that is what we're definitely seeing. Absolutely, we're seeing that. So let's go to part two of this podcast series. Point number five, understand the spokes in the wheel model. Choose your lead generation spokes wisely and work them daily. What do we mean by the spokes in the wheel model for lead generation? All right, this is an analogy we came up with. I don't even remember how long ago, but here it is. It's very simple. All of you can visualize this. Imagine you're, well, start out by you're designing a bicycle wheel, let's say. And let's, this bicycle wheel is going to be the front wheel on your bicycle, right? And the bicycle wheel has more structural integrity. It's stronger the more spokes you have. We're all on the same page, right? A one-spoke wheel, it might actually hold the shape 
But the second you put that one spoke wheel on your uh, on your bike and you put a little weight on it or, you know, let alone hit a little pebble on the road, what happens to that wheel? It collapses. And that's what a lot of you are experiencing in your businesses right now and you didn't even know it. Another little way of saying it is don't build your mansion on land you do not own. Let me string those two thoughts together. Many of you are buying your leads, and that's what you have normalized in your real estate careers, buying your leads and doing these other passive lead generation things. And what are you, soon, what are you now discovering? The, the companies that you are buying your leads from, um, in the best of times, their lead quality wasn't that great, and now their lead quality is terrible. And you're not knowing how to actually generate your own leads. You're not a proactive lead generator. You, without knowing it, were a one-spoke wonder, and your wheel now is collapsing on you. Or this is really traditionally where we've seen, seen the plague of the one-spoke wonder person, agent, is when they are centers of influence and past clients, where that is their only thing that they do. And sure enough, one-spoke wonder rolling down the road, hits a little pebble in the road, the wheel collapses. This is the reason, by the way, this analogy carries through to building your finances too. This is the reason that we always work on helping you add spokes in an order that makes sense for you personally, but also in the order in which it makes sense because it'll give you longevity in your career. And that's what we're going to talk about right now with these spokes. But again, your goal is to have five to seven consistent sources of leads that, by the way, are not passive. In other words, you're not buying these sources of leads. You're proactively lead generating because then you're in control of your destiny and you don't have to worry about whether or not Yip Hoot Zoo or whoever you're buying your leads from is going to all of a sudden shut down and go out of business, leaving you leadless. Mm, which does happen. Okay. So focus mainly on people who clearly have the desire to sell their homes and supplement with regular communication to your database. And here's our favorite list of spokes, which all of you can utilize. Don't choose just one and be a one spoke wonder. Instead, work multiple spokes to ensure your success. Now, sphere of influence is on there first because you all have one and because most of your first deals do come from those. Those are people in your database, friends, family, neighbors, et cetera. We talked about building that database yesterday. Okay, next spoke, open houses, absolutely hot lead generators in today's market. All of my coaching clients are doing open houses. All of them are having killer attendance and getting very regular leads out of there, mostly listing leads. And be very, very careful on running an open house that's designed to generate, to, that it's going to you know put you in a position to have conversations and start pre-qualifying and finding out which of those buyers that you know show up in your life walking through the front door as I'm a buyer. It turns out they actually are the neighbors with the home to sell. That comes down to having a skills-based, scripted-based approach to your conversations. That's what we teach you in Premier Coaching. Thousands of you have joined Premier Coaching. What are you waiting for? It's the most proven coaching platform that's for sale currently in America. If you don't believe me, look at all the agents that are in it right now that are having tremendous success because of this market. Text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R. -E did I spell it right? You did. <laughs> Text the word Premier to 47372. And when you do, we give you instant access to the first level of Premier Coaching for free, including a daily semi-private coaching call. So text the word Premier to 47372. Do that urgently. We love the fact that so many of you are getting so much from this podcast. This podcast is training. You're ready to take the next step and you're ready to join our coaching program. Text the word Premier to 47372. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. Now our next spoke is unrepresented owners. Well, who are those? Those are for sale by owners, FISBOs. They are handing you their phone number and they have a for sale sign already in their yard. Don't you think you ought to be talking with them? 
Okay, next we talked about expireds, older expireds, withdrawns, and temporarily off the market listings. Next, we have door knocking, but especially for your buyers with specific needs, and particularly your buyers who also come with a listing, assuming that you find them something they actually want to buy. And we have also done a week-long podcast series not too long ago just about door knocking. All right, new build salespeople who have resale leads that they do not list themselves. That's also a big part of coaching is how to utilize new construction. There are over 20 proven ways that you can proactively generate leads, seller and buyer leads that we teach you in Premier Coaching. For free. For free, as in free, you don't have to buy the leads. That's the point of being a proactive lead generator. You can buy leads, but why would you if you know how to proactively generate your own leads? Create your own lead spokes. That way you do not have to be beholden to somebody else whether they decide to send you a lead that particular day. Remember what I said before, if you allow this to work its way into your thinking, it'll change the way you think. Do not build a house, a mansion, a castle on land you do not own. And that's what a lot of you have unwittingly done. You've built your businesses, you've built your futures on land you don't own. That means that the, you know, let's say, for example, you are a big buyer of leads from Zillow. And now guess what's happened? Zillow is no longer selling your leads or the leads aren't the same quality or all these other things that, of course, are happening right now in this market, which we've been warning you about for like 10 years on this podcast. Of course, all that stuff's going to come unwound. It only makes sense that it will. Well, if that's where all your business came from, and I know a lot of massive producing agents who are getting virtually all of their leads for their huge buyer agent teams. We're getting them from Zillow. There are Zillow Flex agents and a Zillow Special Program and Zillow Gold Seal agents or whatever the other terms were. Now, what look what's happened to their production? Cut in half. Cut down by 75% because they did not realize they built their mansions on land that they don't own. And now they're having to hopefully listen to this podcast and essentially reset how they think about being a lead generator, and they're going to lean into being proactive. That's what's happening across the country. But if you're a new agent who this podcast was primarily geared towards, don't make those mistakes. Actually learn how to master the art and the science of being a proactive lead generator. The second you get your license, for the rest of you who are coming listening to this podcast, realizing you never learned how to do it, well, this is your opportunity to do it. Which leads us to point number six, oddly enough. Commit to profitability. That's what Tim was just talking about. Don't blow your money on the three worst Bs, buying buyer leads, building your brand, or building a team. You don't need to. You don't have to do any of those things to be successful, especially to be profitable. In fact, concentrating on those things can actually drive your profitability into the ground. You know, this reminds me of some of my conversations with my elite coaching clients where we're talking about, you know, part of my job is to make sure they're on track financially. And I will ask them, what's going on with your taxes? What's going on with your P&L? And you know what they say? Uh, my profit and loss isn't really that hard to do because of what you guys have taught me. I'm not buying leads. I don't have, you know, all these 17 different sources to go through on my visa that I was speculating on might or might not work and then figure out whether they were profitable or not profitable. I just have like these two or three things that, you know, I know I'm getting business from and my taxes are pretty easy. So profitability is your number one driver. Your product is profit. That's right. Your product uh, yes, happy clients. Yes, sold homes. Yes, all of that. But your real product is your profit, the profit you make. And we coach you to have at least 75% profit margins. Now, Julie did say something. One of the biggest black holes of expense was, quote unquote, building your brand. And it should be obvious to all of you why that is true. Because you do not need to have a big brand to be incredibly successful as a listing agent. 
You just need to have the skills to get the sellers to list with you. We were giving you guys lots of, I thought, funny examples last week mm -hmm. from all the agents that Julie has personally coached in her new class of elite coaching clients and how we've gotten them to go, you know, do the real work of real estate and be proactively generators. They have a buyer that's looking in Elmhurst subdivision. The buyer wants to spend up to 750 grand. The buyer has a house to sell, but buyer will not sell house until buyer finds a house in Elmhurst. Agent, who Julia's coaching, tells uh, she tells them what to say. They go out and knock, knock on the doors that are you know a match for what this buyer wants. And guess what they find? And she gave you lots of examples last week of one knock, one listing. In other words, yes, you know, matter of fact, I would sell my house. Did that seller stop to say, pull out their mobile phone and say, hold on, Julie, before I decide to, if I'm going to actually decide to list my house so you can sell it to your buyer, let me check to see what you had for lunch on Instagram. Or let me just see what your last TikTok video of was of you dancing around. You guys don't have to do the branding stuff. It is purely optional, especially once you've learned how to be a proactive lead generator. The fallacy the lie of the branding stuff is when you have a big enough brand, people will call you. Well, guess what? Eventually, when you have a big enough brand, you will be, uh, and that only comes from helping a lot of people. When you have a big brand that is a result of you having a great reputation of having helped a lot of people with their real estate transactions, they will call you. But they won't call you just because you have a billion people that liked your post on Facebook. Be clear about that. So if you have a choice how to spend your time, whether you're going to be a proactive lead generator and you're going to do some of the things we're asking you to do, they'll put you directly in front of people that want to buy or sell real estate, or you're going to go and decide to spend an hour every day working on your brand. Why does it make sense for you to spend your time doing anything other than going after the people that actually have their hands in the air that want to do a real estate transaction? Do you guys get it? And you're saying, well, Tim, I'm not going to build a long-term brand. You are from the homes you sell, from the people you help. That's where your business and comes from. And that's what you should make videos about if you're going to make videos is do testimonial videos after you actually accomplish something in real estate, right? Completely. I, in, in this, this whole thing has essentially gone awry in the last really 12 years with all of these people that are telling agents that the reason that they're not transacting more is because they need to work on their branding. They need to do social media. They need to do marketing. They need to work on their this, this, and the other things. Guys, you need to work on your skills so you can earn the right to help more people. The more people you help, the more of a reputation that you have for having been somebody that helped somebody solve a problem, which was buying or selling real estate. That's where your brand comes from. Don't try to shortcut it. The branding people want you to believe that you can shortcut doing the real work of real estate and somehow magically and mystically, you're going to all of a sudden have the world's going to, oh, I'm now thinking of Tim and Julie Harris. I'm going to buy or sell real estate with them. We were able to sell thousands of homes because of the fact that we created a long trail of having uh, been successful helping other people buy or sell real estate. And then we built from that. That's where the success comes from, actually having been successful. In order to be successful, you have to earn the right to be of service to other people, and that comes from skills. I know that that is only going to appeal to about 1% of you that are listening. But for the 1% of you that are listening, that message is going to appeal because the rest of you aren't ready to hear it yet. And I get it. I understand it. I appreciate that. But this is the bottom line, and this is the reason you guys listen to us. This podcast, no BS. If you want long-term, ever-increasing levels of success in your business and personal life, say it with me, you have, you have to, to do, do what, what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at, at the, the highest, highest level. level. And by the way, for a long damn period of time. Next point, Julie. That's right.
but shorter when you actually do it every day than procrastinating. Okay. Point number seven, pay yourself first. 10% off of every commission goes to your savings, 20% to your tax account and the rest to your operations account, not in the opposite order. Save more if possible right from the beginning and do not mix those accounts. You know, the most common thing agents say, because this is part of the treasure map when they sort all of this out and coaching, of course. Treasure map is your fill in the blank business plan. You guys that get that for free. As soon as you text the word premier to 47372, text the word premier to 47372. So they'll say things like, well, I'll ask them, well, where did your tax money come from? Oh, well, it's in savings. Well, okay. So if you need your savings, where does that come from? It comes from my savings account. Do you realize that the tax money is not your money? You have got to spin that off or otherwise you will get behind. And guess what? Those tax entities do not negotiate. Well, Julie, I mean, we are very guilty of this. Our first year in real estate, we were in our early 20s. We sold over 100 homes. No one had ever done it before. No, no. one's ever done it since. And we earned hundreds of thousands of dollars. And we didn't save jack for our taxes. And no one told us any tax tips. We weren't didn't raised. It didn't really occur to us. <laughs> It didn't. Hmm. And I, I will, I'll never, we were, we, you know, Ugh, we were on ugly. a, uh, Remax put us on a little speaking tour, National Association of Realtors. We're, we're getting all these, everyone was saying, you guys are the greatest things since sliced bread. And Julia and I are like, how much do we owe in taxes? <laughs> what? It, but here's the funny part. We actually had a little bit of a get out of jail free card hmm. because Remax, we were with Remax at the time, now we're with EXP Royalty, sent us a listing referral for $1.3 million that we sold, and 100% of that money went to paying our taxes from the previous year. Yeah, well, that was called luck. That was totally called luck. Don't uh, rely on luck. Don't do, don't, don't, <laughs> don't run do on hopium, please. Right? Learn from our mistakes. Don't have to learn from your own. Yes, to which I can say, huh, maybe that's why that happened. So I can be using that point on this podcast with coaching clients because, you know, we actually have walked in your shoes. Okay. So point number eight, don't seek or take advice from unqualified fake coaches. Free YouTube advice, Facebook surveys, and salespeople trying to sell you stuff that don't have your best, they don't have your best interests at heart nor do they have the authority or the experience to actually advise you. So cut that out. Should we run them through the filters? Sure. All right. When you're deciding who you're going to listen to, I'm going to go through these relatively quick. And I actually am surprised. I get questions on Instagram about these four filters. So I'm going to go through them quick. I'm going to do it as concisely as I can. And the, you can use these filters when you're trying to decide uh, to hire anybody for anything, right? A roofer, um, a doctor, a vet, it doesn't matter. So the first question, but this is, well, I'll gear this down towards uh, real estate coaches, right? So you're going to hire a real estate coach. Filter number one, question number one, Mr. Pretend, you know, Bob wants to be your real estate coach. Hey, Bob, let me ask you. So you got a great website. You got a lot of great YouTube videos and whatnot. But let me ask you, have you ever sold real estate before? And Bob is not going to tell you that he's never sold real estate before. He's going to try to obfuscate the answer. But Bob, have you ever sold real estate before? Bob, have you ever actually had a real estate license? If the answer is no, Bob might be very good at selling things to agents on YouTube, but Bob is not a, a someone you should be going to thinking that they're going to be able to give you the same level of advice as someone who's actually sold real estate. So in our opinion, if you're going to hire a doctor to do surgery on your beloved pet, you want to make sure that doctor has, you know, actually a doctor, not just a doctor that plays a doctor on YouTube. I think that should make sense to everyone. Question number two. Let's say Bob does have a license. Yes, Julie, I do have had a, mm -hmm. a real estate license. Okay. So the next question I have for you, Bob, the wannabe real estate coach, have you sold a hundred homes per year? Why is that important? Because a hundred homes per year, in our opinion, 
should be the baseline, absolute, low bar threshold for whether someone is competent enough to have actually put in the effort to uh, be a real estate coach. That is, should be the baseline standard. Now, okay, so now you're asking Bob, Bob, have you sold 100 homes in a year? Yes, Julie, I have. I have sold 100 homes in a year. Now, let's move on to question number three, because Bob could have very well have sold 100 condos in a building in New York or Manhattan or Seattle. or I mean, there's buildings everywhere, right? Bob could have sold a whole bunch of lots. You know, Bob could have sold a whole bunch of anything that was essentially maybe one or two different listings, not individual homes, not individual sellers, not individual transactions. And I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with Bob having listed a building uh, and having sold 100 homes. Go Bob, right? Good job. But you can do better, dear listener. The third question, third, right? Yep. Have you sold at least, Bob, have you sold at least 100 homes per year for at least five years in a row? Now, you're going to soon discover that Bob does have a license. Bob did sell 100 homes per year, uh, but Bob actually was lucky because he did happen to, you know, his uncle gave him a bunch of lots that he subdivided and sold to D.R. Horton. And that was 100 transactions, and he did that all in a year. You like guys, a one-off project of some sort. Exactly. That's the reason the question with regards to, have you sold at least 100 homes per year for at least five years in a row? That question is going to sift and sort these wannabe coaches out faster you can possibly imagine, because guess what? Basically, none of them have. We know who all the most prominent real estate coaches are. And most of them, a lot of them, you will be shocked to discover, have never had real estate licenses. Certainly, if they did, hadn't, didn't sell 100 homes, let alone 100 homes for five years in a row. But the last question, and I beg all of you to take this seriously and use this as a question when you're considering taking advice from anybody. You know, Julie and I, uh, Zoe had her tonsils removed, our nine-year-old. And we were in North Carolina having the procedure. And it was terrifying. I'm not going to, it was <laughs> At horrible. Least for us. The, yeah. doc, the doctor comes in and he was um, a 100% badass. Let's just say it was. Yes, thankfully. He, he was a guy that was our age. He had been there, done that. He was in the military. He was a Marine corpsman. He was, had a long, he was probably like a colonel or something. And he said something along the lines that he'd removed how many tonsils? It was like 30,000 or something. Just epic. Okay. You guys get the point? Amazing. And Julie and I were like, we're good. And he's like very calm and collected about it. Walked us through the procedure. Was not seeming like uh, flaky or nervous or anything like that. We, I mean, he really did. That was a very stressful day for us. It was horrible. And he did not, actually, Zoe had a great old time because she was knocked out. But he did not, he, he wasn't, like, here's what most people will do. Because here's the fourth question. Here's the fourth filter. Have you, Bob, the wannabe real estate coach, actually performed, actually provided 100,000 paid one-on-one -on -one coaching calls? Paid one-on-one -on -one coaching calls. And I assure you, dear listener, that is going to remove virtually every wannabe real estate coach from the marketplace. Julie and I both qualify using those four filters. And the reality of it is there might be two or three other people that are, we consider to be high-level, legitimate real estate coaches in the industry. The rest have not performed at the high enough at that level. So I ask you, if that doctor had come in and Julie and I would ask him, how many procedures have you actually performed removing tonsils from little kids? And he said, well, you know what? I actually never have, but I've done a bunch of videos about it. 
Right, I've watched some stuff on YouTube. I, I've gone in front of you know some offices and I've done some you know motivational pep talks about removing tonsils, but I've never actually done the procedure. You guys get the insanity of when you choose the wrong person to listen to, how significant that will be to your future. You deserve the best. By the way, in most cases, the best doesn't cost much worse than the worst. What the, the <laughs> what these fake coaches know is that you won't pre-qualify them. Yep. So they can just have a lot, a lot of, you know, flash bang, you know, uh, hype, and you're not going to pre-qualify them. You're just going to assume that they're qualified because they said they're qualified. Use those four questions, but use those four questions. Julie and I use those four questions for everything. And yes, we are direct as hell when we're choosing who we're going to hire. To be an accountant, to be a financial advisor, to be a doctor, to be an anything. How many, like, we're running them through those filters. Now, we adjust accordingly. You know, we're about to hire a landscaper, and I'm not going to ask him if he's done 100,000 landscaping jobs, you know. But we're going to no, make sure. No, but I sure. did look at his resume. Oh, you did? Of course. Yeah. Well, you know, you want him to, to do a good job, to show up, to, to uh, you know, follow up on the plants and all those things. I'm going to hire a new nail girl, right? I'm going to look at her examples of her work on her website. Of course you do, right? We do naturally on certain things, but it's it's harder for, say, a real estate coach because it's so obfuscated. Harder for a real estate agent to hire to a coach. To hire a coach, right? right? Because there's, you know, it, it would be easy to say, well, you know, it seems like they're liked a lot on TikTok, so maybe that's something. Like, well, you don't even really know the questions to ask until Julie, you go through our four filters. How frequently do we hear from all of these, from our listeners, that we get messages from or join our coaching program where they say, we hear this all the time. Yep. By the way, what I'm about to tell you is actually to our detriment, but it's still true and we're not going to change. So there you go. They learn more from this podcast than they learn from their quote unquote coach. It's because your coach is not a coach. They're not qualified. They don't qualify based on our four filters. It should be obvious to all of you the difference just from listening to this podcast. And that's the reason this is the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States, because we are giving you guys the truth and we're delivering it in a clear, concise way so that hopefully it'll resonate with you and you can take action on it. And you can be incredibly successful helping people and making tremendous amounts of money. And you can avoid the pain and frustration in a lot of failure that unfortunately is going to plague a lot of agents because of this market. That's right. So point number nine, this is an easy one to fix, but it's very important. Keep your online profiles professional. Don't be political, opinionated, or complaining. Don't have unfinished profiles. Have a professional business Facebook page. Don't get talked into paying for website optimization. Your social media is there to support your business, not to supplement your business. It's in addition to, not instead of. So keep your profiles updated. Okay, so here's a little uh, should-be-known fact at this point that some of you guys might find a lot of relief knowing. Agent websites, on average, this isn't according to Tim and Julie Harris. This is according to Inman, Teak Wiggins, who we think is the best reporter in Inman. Uh, he did this research that the average agent website, this is a standalone agent website, generates a total of, wait for it, wait for it, zero leads per year. Zero. In other words, don't waste your money on it. Now, Julie did tell you what to do. You should build profiles on you know, Etsy even, on all these different social media platforms. And what's a profile? And we teach you all this with a lot more drill down than we're giving you now because this is just training. This is not coaching. But we do want you to have profiles on Instagram, on even TikTok, on you know, YouTube. LinkedIn and Facebook. All of these. Because when someone does a search for you, those social media sites 
will always appear first with your name way more than your agent website will. Your agent website probably won't even show up in the top 10 pages. Your All those profiles, the profile that took you 10 minutes to set up on LinkedIn will show up as number three. So you want to make sure that the information on all those profiles is consistent. Go look at them now, those of you who've been in the business for a while. Is it the same picture? Is it the same phone number? Is it the same everything? Every single thing needs to be consistent because people look for consistency. And do not be political. Avoid the politics. You're going to piss half the people off no matter what side of the ledger you decide to write your name in. And you know the worst thing that I see agents do online? Oh, this is so bad. They'll, they'll have some real estate deal blow up and they'll complain about the clients. You're actually bringing up something else. Never complain online. Never complain online. That stuff stays around and haunts you. And with AI, frankly, it's really going to haunt you. That stuff is going to follow you forever. Do not complain about anything online ever that's associated with your name. People will not want to do business with you just because how you acted to, you know, the lady that cut your hair. I mean, whatever, right? Yeah. Do not bitch online ever. And they'll just ghost you. You won't even know that that's the reason. Exactly. So don't be that person. Don't think you're entitled to try to you know, voice your opinion about anything. You're a professional. You are someone here who's here to be of service to other people. We're not saying your opinions don't matter. We're not saying your political views or your social views don't matter. What we're saying is they should be excluded from you as a real estate professional. That way you can be of service to as many people as you possibly can. What someone told Julie and I ages ago, one of our mentors, a guy named Jack Rosselli, he said, be a Republicrat. Be both. You don't have to, you know, don't be on one side or the other. Be both. And... Again, this goes with a lot of things as well. This goes with religion. This goes with a lot of the things that might trigger other people. Your job is to be of service to other people. And the way you do that is by making it so more and more people will want to do business with you, no matter what their particular belief is about whatever it is. You know, Amen. don't allow yourself to fall into that rabbit hole. Yes. Okay. Point number 10, our final point for today, which is really critical for everybody listening. Answer your phone. It's so simple. And if you didn't answer it the first time, call people back as soon as possible, even if that's to tell them you're about to be on an appointment and you'll call them at a certain time. Lack of communication is the number one complaint real estate clients and prospects have. When they don't hear from you, they're not thinking good things. So answer your phone. I've had so many coaching clients tell me over the years that this particular point, answer the phone in conjunction with furiously fast lead follow-up if they happen to go to voicemail, which hopefully they don't very often, uh, they have said that just embracing this and practicing answering your phone and furiously fast lead uh, follow-up has increased their real estate business by 20 to 30% the first year they took that seriously. And what is so criminal are all the fake coaches that have given you guys all these overly analytical Mickey Mouse rules. I know you're going to bring it up probably in part three, right? Probably. Where they are telling you, well, if someone texts you, you only text them. If huh? someone messages you through whatever, you only message them. If someone emails, you only email them. Nope. Forget no, all those no, no. BS rules from people that have never sold real estate before. Here's what you do. If someone messages you, communicates with you in any way, you call them. That's the rule. Like you with your phone. Pick it up. Talk, <laughs> it, talk into it. You know, I had a coach, a new coaching client tell me. I couldn't believe this. My head almost blew off. They said that somebody that they, I didn't know if it was a, a YouTube coach or whatever, but they had said, you know, you don't want to call prospects right back. Oh, I heard that too. Because you don't want to seem too anxious, like you might need their business. What you kind? Want, and he actually said, you want to wait at least 
three to five days before you call anybody back. What kind of, I mean, look, you could <laughs> be a brand new real estate license or brand new licensee listening right now uh, who has no sales background. Do you realize how stupid that is? <laughs> Do you guys realize how that's actually 100% going to result, that type of advice is going to result in failure. And yet how many agents have listened to that type of garbage over the last, especially 15 years? Furiously fast lead follow-up. And I'll give you another little bonus point here. If you're brand new or if you're in the business for a while and you're wanting to essentially hit hard reset, there are two things. You don't even have, look, if, even if you don't have that many skills, you're not that great. And you know, you're not that great looking and you're not anything. The two things you can do to have an unfair advantage in the marketplace. You have no social media. These are the two things. Furiously fast lead follow-up and high levels of energy and enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. If you can do those two things, you can like a, look like a bucket of bolts and you could basically you know, have a brand new real estate licensee. But if you are furiously fast with your lead follow-up and you have great energy enthusiasm when you talk to people, you will be shocked how frequently they'll choose to do business with you because you prove to them that you are there to be of service to them while these other realtors are thinking, well, I'll just call them back in five days. Because I don't want to act like I might need their business. I don't want to seem too pushy. Yeah, in that time, somebody will have met with them, gotten their house on the market and maybe even sold it in this market in some areas, right? While you haven't even called them back. And then you wonder why you don't have more business. So this is a big point. It seems like such a simple thing. Answer the phone, call people back immediately, but it makes such an epic amount of difference. I've had grizzled veterans tell me that they consciously had to deal with their own ego, thinking that they were too important and everybody had to go to voicemail. And some of these agents, you know, it drives me crazy as a coach when I call to like set an appointment with them. And one of the things they said they wanted in coaching was more leads and yet their voicemail is full right? So like, how does that, that circle make any sense? So take it seriously and just answer your phone. You don't have to have, I think a lot of times, especially newer agents don't answer their phone, even though it's probably a really great lead because they're afraid that they're not going to have the answer to what that person is asking about. You can say, and we teach this, these scripts, right? That's a great question. I'm going to write it down and get you an answer by 5 PM tonight. What's the best way to reach you at five o'clock tonight? That's Let right. me make sure I wrote that down and then make sure you follow through. People do not expect you to know everything about everything all of the time. And when you act like that or BS them, they know that you're doing that. So just have a good script. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to get you an answer by tonight. Has it occurred to you how much time on our podcast we have to spend not just giving them you know, the information, but having to counterbalance what we're saying with what we know other people are saying? In other words, the other coaches and trainers... That wasn't the way it was five years ago, let alone 10. No. I would say 50% of the time, we're having to deprogram these guys. For sure. From all the, essentially the malicious, in many cases, uh, thoughts that have been percolating because of this past seller's market. Yeah, I think that's right. It is, it is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. It is. There's been a lot of human carnage, you know, emotional and financial carnage sure. that's happened from a lot of misinformation and frankly, just, you know, bad information that agents have assumed has been accurate. In this past market, which is gone and not to return anytime soon, probably in the rest of your lives, the market was making up for the fact that you guys were following bad paths because the market was going to sell with or without you. Well, and the market was lead generating for you. That's yeah, the definitely. Facts. The FOMO, the fear of missing out. Is that, is that really existing like it was 18 months ago, dear listener? It's not, is it? So guys, listen, we are here for you. We're always going to tell you the truth. 
We're going to tell you the truth even when you don't want to hear it because guess what? Julie and I pass all four of those filters with flying colors. We will be here for you no matter what happens in the market, no matter what happens in politics, no matter what happens in interest rates, no matter what happens, period. And we'll always tell you the straight information. It's up to you to do something with it. So do something with this information. But one of the things you can do to thank us for this podcast and the thousands of past podcasts that are waiting for you on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and certainly over on our YouTube channel is to give us a five-star review on iTunes in particular. We certainly appreciate that. Takes two seconds. Scroll down, five stars, click it piffy comment. You're off to the races. And I promise you, you'll sleep better after you do it. You'll look better. You'll lose 10 pounds (laughs) and magically you'll become wealthier just by giving us a five-star review. Absolutely. (laughs) You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.